Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 28th of November. And today, there's a thing. Yep, today it's all about the winners. The winners on the golf course, the winners in guitar, and the future winners in the AFL. But first, a breakthrough winner. Yesterday, the Melbourne Demons fought off an opposition crowd, 30-degree temperatures, and, of course, the minor Premier-winning Brisbane Lions to claim their first-ever AFLW Premiership. And while the win was the club's first, it also completes the career CV of the D's club captain and AFLW icon, Daisy Pearce. I'm just so proud of our group. Like, <laughs> they just played their absolute hearts out. Like, it's not a game that looks like one of our games, but we found a way just through sheer heart and our spirit, like, every single one of them had a moment today. I'm just so proud. The D's and Pierce fought tooth and nail to land a four-point win against the Lions, who, despite having the home ground advantage for the big game, had an interrupted build-up amidst a barrage of speculation and criticism over the fact the game would be played at the newly opened Lions training venue, Brighton Homes Arena. Bill, what's wrong with it? Well, it was only big enough to accommodate a crowd of 7,000 for the game itself, and there had never actually been a game of football played there before. And there was some concern about whether the grass would hold up to the action. Sports grass is so lovely. But in the end, the grass was green, the crowd was rowdy, and the Ds were too good for the Lions. But Melbourne coach Mick Stinier was keen to acknowledge the season his vanquished foes had put together. To Brisbane, you've to staff's coaching team and the players, it's extraordinary what you've done since day one. Um, you know, six and a half years ago, you've raised the standard of women's footy. You've given us a target to chase. It's a, it's a great thing what both clubs are doing for women's footy and how much we're fast-tracking the competition and your ruthless competitors. And as Daisy said, it, it took everything our group had to, uh, to compete with you today and obviously on the, just on the right side of the scoreboard at the end of it. But we've got the utmost respect for you, how you go about your business and the way you compete. And we know you're going to continue to be successful into the future. So thank you and well done. We really look up to you. And as for the future of now Premiership winning captain Daisy Pearce, who many speculated could retire at the end of this season to pursue a career in the coach's box for one of the men's sides. Oh, I'm not thinking any further ahead than right now. Like, don't make me even think about it and rob me of these moments. I'm just um, so, so proud of this team. You know, like, I felt uncomfortable the whole time, the narrative about, about being about me. Like, I feel like that's a glorified thing that happens outside of these four walls. In here, all I get is the... <laughs> Shit taken out of me on the butt of everyone's jokes, so there's no coincidence why I keep coming back and hanging around with this group. Future undecided for now for Daisy. On to the next winner. He's a headline act in every way. For the third time, Cameron Smith is the 40-net Australian PGA champion. While the Brisbane Lions couldn't get it done in front of their hometown crowd, just up the road in another part of Brisbane, local boy Cam Smith claimed his third Australian PGA Championship title. I really didn't think I had it in me this week, to be honest. Uh, the start of the week was a little bit scratchy and uh, the game just got better and better as the week went on, other than the front nine today. Smith won the event at Royal Queensland by three strokes over fellow Aussie Jason Scrivener, but had to weather the weather as the players were twice forced from the course. The game's been called on account of rain. At one stage, it looked like the rain and thunderstorms would push the final round to today, 
but thankfully play was able to be resumed and the reigning British Open champion had two very personal reasons to get the win yesterday. This is personal. Smith was able to claim the trophy, motivated by the fact that firstly yesterday was Dad Dez's birthday, but also that Smith was spurred on by his grandmother Carol, who walked all 70 holes with him during the tournament, despite having recently completed her second round of chemo. Valuable perspective. Nice going, Cam. Righto, on to today's next winner. I know it happened all the way back on Saturday night, but there is no way I'm not going to mention this winner today. Into the passage of Craig Goodwin. Takes a deflection on target. And the header from Mitch Duke. Australia have the advantage. Socceroos striker Mitch Duke nodding home a 23rd-minute header, which would prove to be the winner in Australia's second group game of the 2022 World Cup in Qatar against Tunisia. No words. I'm going to start crying because it's such a big moment. Uh, For me and my family, my supporters, it's the best feeling in the world, but I'm trying not to get too caught up in it because the job's not done yet. We've got one more game to win and get out of the group. The Socceroos win, along with France's 2-1 win over Denmark, courtesy of a Kylian Mbappe brace, Swills it in for Mbappe. has put Australia's destiny in its own hands. Australia will play their final group game against Denmark this Thursday, and a win will guarantee them progress to the round of 16 for the first time since 2006. But even if they only manage a draw against the Danes, that might still be enough if France can either defeat or draw against Tunisia in what will essentially be a dead rubber for the reigning World Cup champions who have already guaranteed qualification to the next round. You're through to the final round. And as for the wave of negative criticism soccer coach Graham Arnold had to endure from past players after the earlier loss to France, well, Arnold had a fairly simple message for the haters. They've never coached. I think some of them have never even been to a World Cup. I don't listen to them. They have no effect on my life. Now, these last winners might technically not be winners just yet, but by tonight, they'll be well on their way. Round one starts now, and the North Melbourne Football Club have the first selection. A total of 886 young men have nominated for this year's AFL draft, which gets underway tonight in Melbourne. The draft will take place over two nights with only a maximum of 83 of those 886 players likely to join the AFL as part of the national draft. Tonight, the first round of the draft will take place where only 18 picks will be made. And it's widely expected that the son of a former Lion Gun will be the number one to go. To Ashcroft, kicks towards goal and floats through for an absolute beauty. There is your pick one favourite right there. Will Ashcroft, son of former Lions three-time premiership midfielder Marcus Ashcroft, is the best player in this year's draft. And having nominated as a father-son selection for Brisbane, he's guaranteed to join the Lions at tonight's draft. So Brisbane have spent the past couple of months ensuring that they have the necessary draft capital to match any club that might try to bid for the young star at the beginning of the draft. You're going to be a star. As for the rest of the picks, you'll just have to tune in to tomorrow's scorecard. And that is your fast fun hit of sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.